Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Psalm 119 verse 156. Welcome to the Voice of Revival with Reverend Robert Ampiakofi. Get ready to receive the Word of God that will bring revival to you and your household. And now, today's message. Let's pray. Father, we do bless and thank your holy name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. May your name be glorified. May your name be praised. Speak for your children here what you have to say to us. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. 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 The, the year cannot change you, but you can change the year. The, the, the thing that a new year, a new year is you. The unbelievers know it. So on 31st December, even those who don't know how to pray, they make new year resolutions. That means that they themselves know that when the clock turns midnight plus one second, nothing will change except they change. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, are you still here today? Yes, sir. A new year is new because you make it new. Yes, oh, I don't hear you at all. And I want to begin a particular series of teaching by the grace of God through this month of January. And my purpose for this series of teaching is that learn to become the new you. How to become the new you for the new year. Hallelujah. Is somebody still here today? So we'll try to pick up on the principles of the new you for the new year. And we will trust God to uphold the principles throughout the year and see the results. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12 verse 2, we'll be reading some things. How to effect a change. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Transformation comes by the renewing of the mind. Hallelujah. Now, I'm an African. We are Africans here. Glory be to God. Or I don't see any white person here. So even if you are not African, you are from African descent. Even if you are an African American. Hallelujah. We are a very spiritual people. So very often, we want 
all the change we want to come from the spirit world. Oh, are you still here today? We can desire that every change we want should proceed from the spiritual realm. Glory be to God. But fortunately or unfortunately for us, all change does not come from the spiritual. Oh, are you here today? Some change comes from the spiritual realm, but a lot of change comes from the soulish realm. Hallelujah. Are you still here today? Glory be to God. We shall be blessed. There are three realms from which change can come. The spiritual realm, the soulish realm, and the physical body realm. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Because this year you must be determined we will learn something. First Thessalonians 5.23 First Thessalonians 5.23 And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul the apostle here prays for the Thessalonians and he prays for their whole spirit, their whole soul, and their whole body to be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So he, uh, he acknowledges that man operates in three realms. And all the three realms have an importance. Otherwise, he won't invest prayer in all the three realms. Is, is somebody here? Yes, sir. Oh, it's very important for you to follow. Okay. If you go to a car, to sit in a car. Hallelujah. Are you here today? Yes, sir. There are different aspects of the car that make it move. Hallelujah. The engine is very important and the engine of your personality as a human being is your spirit. But nobody sits on a car engine. It won't take you anywhere. Glory be to God. If you go to Abosokai and you see they are selling engines. And you go and buy an engine and you sit on top of the engine. And hope that the engine alone will take you to Kotobabi. You will be carried to the asylum. Glory be to God. 
Because even though the engine is the critical part of the car, hallelujah, it does not work in isolation. Are you here today? So you need the body of the car. And sometimes they take the car for body works. Are you here today? Because the engine must be in the body to move it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And even if you have the engine in the body, you still need some fuel to power the car. You can buy a brand new Mercedes Maybach. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If you can't afford petrol, you are not going anywhere. Oh, are you still here today? Glory be to God. So, so many things we deal with in life work from different realms together to be successful. I gave you the example of a car. There are many other examples we can give. Hallelujah. As a person, if you will succeed, your whole spirit, soul, and body must all be functioning properly. Oh, your amen is too small. Your spirit and soul and body must all be blameless. Oh, are you here today? Listen, some, some of us, our whole problem in life is not from the spiritual realm, but it's from our thinking, which is in our soul. Are, are you here today? Glory be to God. Your soul is coming from three dimensions also. So, your soul, when they talk about the soul of a man, we are talking about the mind of the man, hallelujah, the intellect, mind, intelligence of the man, hallelujah, glory be to Jesus. I'm glad to see you writing something. Whether you are typing it, you are writing it with pen. Hallelujah. Your soul is also made up of three major things. Your mind, your intellect, your capacity, your intelligence. Hallelujah. Your reasoning capacity. Is part of your soul. Then your soul is also made up of your will, your desire, your desires. Hallelujah. And thirdly, your soul is made up also of your emotions or feelings. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And the whole battle is centered on the soulish realm, even more than on the spiritual realm. 
Are, are you here today? Yes, sir. Because salvation takes care of the spirit of man. I said salvation takes care of the spirit of man. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If any man, irrespective of where he's coming from, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, any man is any man, man, woman, boy, girl, therefore, Krobo, Dagumba, wherever, any man is any man. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things any man be in Christ, he is already a new creature, a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Behold, all things are become new. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a reference to the spirit of man. Oh, are you still here today? Because if a man or woman were to accept Christ today and enter into Christ, his body will not change. Are you here today? So if somebody came and said, Pastor, stop preaching. I want to give my life to Jesus. Hallelujah. And we lead him to the Lord. If he was a man, he wouldn't change into a woman. If it was a woman, it wouldn't become a man. He won't be, she wouldn't become a man. If he was tall, he wouldn't be short. If he was short, he wouldn't become tall. If he was black, he would remain black. Are you still here today? Salvation is not changing the body. Salvation changes the spirit. Are you still here today? Say yes. Hallelujah. So now, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how you want to call it. Creature, creature, whatever. It means the same thing. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Is it a blessing to you? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But whilst the spirit man changes instantly at the point of salvation, the soul change is a process. Say process. Hallelujah. Now, corned beef, some people call it corned beef. Whichever one where you choose to call it, it is the same thing. Hallelujah. Whether Exeter or what, what are the, what do you call it? <laughs> Glory be to God. All right. Now, that meat in the corned beef tin is still chinalo. 
is a cow. Are you still here today? Are you still here today? It is still Nenchinam. It is still Chinalu. Are you still here today? But something has been done to it. So it is called processed meat. Are you still here today? And process changes things. Oh, are you here today? When you pass something through a process, it changes it in a measure. It doesn't make it chicken meat. But it changes the meat when it becomes corned beef. But it doesn't change the essence of the meat, but it changes the texture of the meat. It becomes softer meat. It can be broken with the hand. It can be stirred up into gravy or something because it is of a different nature. Hallelujah. All those who are hungry, forgive. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you take the original cow meat, you cannot stir it into a gravy for it to become one with the gravy. You see the meat inside your gravy. But after being processed, it can be stirred into something and become one with what it is stirred into. The working of God on your soul is a process of change. Are you here today? And may you change in 2019. May you not leave anything to chance in 2019. Every change you must change. May God give you grace to change in 2019. Say yes, I will change. Now, this is a very interesting statement that are made by those who study psychology. They said, this is in the realm of their science. They are psychologists. And when they, according to their study, they said, doing the same thing and expecting a different result is a mark of insanity. Are you here today? Yes, sir. Uh, glory be to God. Amen. Any result you don't like, believe to change it because you have changed. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I said glory be to God. Hallelujah. I said glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it a blessing to you? Is it a blessing to you? Tell your neighbor, I will change. I will change. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. One wise man said that 90% of the things you do after you wake up in the morning, you do them without thinking. They are automatic things. We don't really think about it. 
You just go head to the bathroom. You're going to wash your face. It's so automatic. It's not something you sit down and think, I've woken up. What should I do now? Where do I go now? You do these things automatically. When after driving for some time, even if you don't drive for two years, if you come back and sit behind the car, you don't go and get a book how to drive and say you are doing revision. The thing has become habitual within you. And so you know you can still drive because it is all coming habitually out of your habits. Oh, are you still here today? Glory be to God. Ladies and gentlemen, may I suggest to you that most of your trouble too is coming from your habit. Hallelujah. That means the same things that that's the way you respond That's the way you operate. That's how you do your things. Every success can be traced to that. And every difficulty and failure can also be traced to that. Glory be to God. It is very hard, eh? Glory be to God. You know, devil is a very nice guy. You know why? He is available to be blamed by everybody. And he never says, I didn't do it. (laughs) Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, if you said your shoe is dirty and Pastor Robert made my shoe dirty. I'm there to say I didn't know even the shoe you are wearing. And there's no way I could have made your shoe dirty because your shoe has not been in my custody. I have not held your shoe. I haven't seen your shoe. I don't know your shoe. If it's dirty, it's not my fault. But devil, take all the blame and never protest. say amen. So, everybody collect every trouble and put it on devil and devil never say it's not me. (laughs) He said, Pastor, where are you going with this one? Wait a little, you'll see. Hallelujah. Are you here today? So, Many people never change because devil has accepted all the blame they put on him. And he accepts it because he knows that when he accepts it, you will never change and the thing will never change. Amen. When our brothers, Caucasian brothers, European descent brothers, 
When people die, they try to carry them for post-mortem. Check what killed him. What caused him to die? The African, when you ask them, do you want post-mortem? They sign no. Then they go and look for which and say, which killed him? Hallelujah. Which killed her? So, the witch will always be blamed and the people will never be delivered. Hallelujah. Amen. When you come next week, what you hear, you will like it better than this week. Glory be to God. Are, are you here today? Yes, Whilst we were putting every debt to witchcraft, white man was studying tissue, the cell, culture, checking. What is it? That killed this guy. We said, go and ask the witch doctor. Hallelujah. We end up with confusion in families, quarreling in families, suspicion in families. Hallelujah. And the disease agent ran away free to continue his trouble. I heard a true story of a town, 18 something, that was being destroyed by cholera. Fortunately, they didn't go and ask a witch doctor. They started checking. Where is the cholera coming from? Why are the people being attacked with vomiting and dysentery and diarrhea? And they are dying like flies in the town. So this is the story of a doctor. They said they check everything. They are eating the same thing they eat. So they decided to check the water. And they found out that the whole town has its water from a certain well, or let me call it a well. Hallelujah. When they went into the well, they dive into the well. At the bottom of the well was one dead pig. One pig fell into the well that the whole village drank from went to die under the water. Nobody could see the pig because it was at the bottom. They kept on drinking the water and cholera was killing them. But when they dived in and brought out the dead pig, the cholera stopped. If they asked the witches, they would tell them, go and sacrifice a cow at that junction. And the pig is still in the water. Most of the challenge that we face is coming from the soulish realm. Are you here today? Glory be to God. 
Hallelujah. It's coming from the way we think. God has made you a spirit being so that spiritual things will be your comfort zone. There's a saying, when the sea is rough, the fishes don't give. Have you heard it before? It means that rough sea don't trouble fish because that's their environment. You, you are a spirit. Hallelujah. So spiritual things must not be things that frighten you. Glory be to God. You are a spirit so that you will be comfortable in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here today? Yes, sir. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let your mind be renewed so that you won't blame everything on spirit. The things you blamed on spirit and tackled spiritually, if they didn't change, change what you are dealing with. If you go to hospital, you say, I'm having temperature. I'm shaking like a leaf. Hallelujah. Doctor say you are Ghanaian. If you are shaking like leaf, probably it is malaria. Your temperature is 104 point something when it should be 98.6 at most 7, 8. But now your temperature is 103.5. They give you coatem. After three days of swallowing coatem, you come back and say, Doctor, I'm still shaking like a leaf more than before. He don't give you more coatem. He start to investigate infection, possibility, typhoid, possibility. Now, if you have treated something spiritually and it didn't change, don't treat it spiritually, afibor. Am I saying something? Hallelujah. You said demons are chasing you. Good. You came to lie on the altar. Praise God. You said dwarfs are stealing your money. You came to lie at the altar. After lying at the altar, your money disappears even faster. Don't come and lie again. <laughs> Get an accountant. Say, accountant, help me now. Are you still here today? Get a budget. Are you still here today? If devil is stealing your money, open a bank account. Put your money in the bank account. Take your checkbook. Any check you write, fill the stuff. 
Mama, can you get me my checkbook? Everything done by man, there's a reason. See the check. You see this is, is my checkbook. Okay. You see this side? Bank don't collect this one. This one is for you. Bank don't care what you wrote here. They care what you wrote here. What you write in this part called the stub. Bank don't care. If you write, they don't care. If you don't write, they don't care. This stub is the one that can let dwarves stop stealing your money. <laughs> this one, the bank will collect it. Whatever you wrote there, they will obey you. You say, pay so so and so, 10 Ghana CD. Bank will obey you. They will take your money and give it to whoever you sign, they should give it to. But the, you write at the staff, 10 CD to watch a seller, Mamatu, Zinab. Don't mind your wife watching special. When you write it there, and at the end of the month, you feel dwarfs have stolen your money. When you go and look at the stub, at that part, at that part, are you here today? You see that the dwarf was a watcher seller. Are you still here today? Say yes. Hey. Hey. Some people are getting annoyed. <laughs> Because they spiritualize everything. But some things you can find out where your money went by just doing what I told you. Open a bank account. Deal with checks. Fill the check stuff. Anytime you are confused why the money is finished, read the check stuffs. You will see that nothing with titled dwarf is there. <laughs> Dr. Seaboy is laughing. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hey! May God help our soul this year. Oh, I don't hear you at all. Hallelujah. Apostle Peter said, 1 Peter chapter 3. Verse 7 or 6 or something. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to There are many husbands that dwell with their wives not according to knowledge. Amen. Are you here today? Yes. Uh -huh. They dwell with their wife according to how they want things to be. Me penny say, I want it like this. You cannot enter a car 
and want to go forward and step on the brake and say, I've stepped on something. Your movements are not according to knowledge. The more you want to go forward, the more the car stays at one place. Because your leg is on the brake. And if you don't wake up and move your foot, three inches to the right, you'll be at the same place, complaining. I don't know why. I've stepped on this thing. Some of you, you are not getting anywhere with your wife because you don't know the person you are dwelling with. You don't understand the gears that move her and you are using all your force trying to push something that doesn't work that way with her. But may God help you to gather some knowledge and put that if you study a little bit and know how to dwell according to knowledge you get the person to do what you want the person to do because you want the person to do something in a particular way and that is why and if the only way you know is beating and the beating is producing more rebellion you got to start thinking. Outsmart the devil. Oh, are you still here today? Am I preaching or am I preaching? He <laughs> said, Pastor Robert, why are you preaching like this? Because if we don't change, nothing will change. The year will not change your marriage. Knowledge, information, new understanding will change your marriage. Yeah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And Peter was a married man because Jesus healed his mother-in-law. You remember? Yeah. So he knows that his fisherman muscle cannot drive his marriage. As an experienced fisherman, every day pulling net with fish, he has more muscle than anybody. Oh, are you here today? I said, are you here today? Every fisherman, those who go and pull fish, none of them are weak. Their muscles are big. They are all powerful physically. Why didn't the powerful physical Peter say, anytime your wife don't do what you like, flex your muscles? But he said, go and find some knowledge. And dwell with her according to knowledge. This advice from a fisherman. Glory be to God. I know you say amen. Glory be to God. But my sermon is not coming from your amen. (laughs) Glory be to God. Let us change in our mind because the process of change comes through the mind. Hallelujah. Romans 12, 2. Read it again. 
modern translation, any modern, any NIV something. Romans 12, 2. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Because the culture will give you some habits. And you'll be doing things by habit without thinking about it. Instead, fix your attention on God. Fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. You will be changed from where? Inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you. Readily recognize what he wants from you. And quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you. Develops well-formed maturity in you. Can you clap for the Lord? God is trying to change you. And he does it by changing your mind. Are you here today? Be ye transformed by the renewing of what? By the renewing of what? Your mind, isn't it? Yes. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So you can become well adjusted to the thinking of God. See, God's way of thinking is different from your way of thinking. Isaiah 55. Verse 8. Isaiah 55, verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. God's way of thinking about anything is not your natural way of thinking about it. The amen is getting softer. Sedia. Are you here today? <laughs> Hallelujah. My tree is improving now. Ten over ten. <laughs> Glory be to God. Are you still here today? God's way of thinking about something is different from your way of thinking about the same thing. And I know that even you, though you are confident, you won't think that your thinking is better than God's. Hallelujah. (laughs) I know when you went to school, you got 100% in maths. But still, you will not compare your thinking capacity to God's thinking capacity. Am I right? So there must be a way to get the better thinking to work for you. Oh, I don't hear you at all. From 2019, may the better thinking of the Almighty overcome your own thinking. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You see, most of our culture, if you go to our villages, the culture, what they call taboo, what they call this, 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 this. 
anything that cannot be explained was spiritualized. So, they couldn't explain twins because 99% of pregnant women bring forth one child. Then somebody came out with two. Immediately they couldn't understand twins. They decided that it must be spiritual. So rites must be performed. But when you study scientific knowledge, you know how twins are formed. You know they don't need any ritual. You just accept it like that and double your hard work to feed two mouths. We can spiritualize and complicate our life unnecessarily. I believe in the spiritual. I'm a spiritual worker. Are you here today? But I want you to succeed. So, Paul didn't just pray for the people in Thessalonica's spirit. He said, I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. Don't sit in a car and say the engine is fine. But maybe you don't have any fuel in it. That's why it's not going. And if you don't think any other thing, you will waste time. If it is spiritual, this house is a master of spiritual things. Hallelujah. So, it is important that we open up the other areas that something could come out from. Are, are you here today? Because if we don't balance things, we will lose ground energy. Hallelujah. Sometimes a shop can fail. No demon inside. The shop owner left the shop for his relative. And the relative is a colaboni. But he have left the as a my uncle bar. My uncle's child. Some of the uncle's child, the uncle who brought him into this world cannot handle his badness. So decide to ship him to you. And you put him in charge of your store. When your uncle who is the father couldn't handle his stealing from his drawer, you put him in charge of your shop. Anything anybody say, it's a me uncle, but me pay Bushiamanso. Accept your poverty like that. Don't bring us prayer topic. Are you here today? Because where the trouble is coming from, you refuse to change it in the name of my uncle's child. So, if if you won't change the where the trouble is coming from, don't come and add prayer topic to us. 
I know you won't say amen. amen. Glory be to God. Are, are you here today? I see you winning in 2019. I see your mind being changed. In 2019, somebody here now, a different way of thinking, a different approach to things and issues uh, is going to give you supernatural speed in this year. If you believe it, say yes. Glory be to God. Isaiah 55, 8, from 8, it goes to 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declare the word. Go to verse 9. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That means the gap is big. I said the gap is big. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. The gap is very big. But what is the way to solve it? Verse 10. Verse 10. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bad and flourish. So that it yields. So, he said, the gap between your thinking and God's thinking is like from heaven to earth. Am I right? Then he tells us that there is something in heaven that affects the earth. Something physical. He's giving you an example. So that you know how to make bridge that gap. Hallelujah. Verse 10. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bad, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. There is water needed on this earth, am I right? But the water is in heaven. In the heaven, the first heaven here. If you sit in an aircraft and it says it's going 35,000 feet above sea level, it will penetrate the clouds and go above the clouds. Are, are you still here today? So even though the gap is high, something needed in the heavens comes to the earth regularly. So God's thoughts are high, but it doesn't mean it doesn't come to the earth. Because the rain in the cloud, the water in the cloud, comes to the earth regularly. In the same way, God's thoughts, even though God is operating in the heavenly dimension, his thoughts also come to the earth regularly. Oh, let your amen be louder in your blessing. Be multiplied. He's trying to give you an example. That the rain, the water, the snow that is in the heavens, they don't just stay there, but they come to the earth. And when they come to the earth, 
they don't just come on a visit. They do not return to it. Without watering the earth. They water the earth. And making it bad and flourish. Making it bad and flourish. So that it yields seed for the sower. And God said in 11. Verse 11. So shall my word be. So shall my word be. Is bringing God's thoughts. From the heavenly realm. And making it available to your life on this earth. Are you still here today? So shall my word be. That goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. This year. May God's word. Fall on your life. Like rain. May God's word fall on your life to make your life bring forth and bud and produce seed and produce bread. Anything you need in your life, may the wisdom of God, the knowledge that God possesses, May it come down from above uh, upon your life. Uh, I see every spirit of poverty leaving the auditorium now. I see every yoke of the enemy leaving the auditorium now. I see every spirit of failure leaving the auditorium now. I see every yoke of the enemy leaving the auditorium now. I see every trouble leaving the auditorium now the power is working now it's the power of the word it's working on your life as the word of God comes to your life uh, victory is coming uh, your life will bring forth uh, your life will produce fruit uh, you shall bear fruit uh, hundredfold sixtyfold thirtyfold uh, you will be productive uh, you will not fail you will not lose uh, I see power working now if you believe it say yes Is my word that goes out of my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I please. See, the reason why I told you that throughout January we'll be teaching this thing is it will never rain for all the clouds to disappear, even the heaviest rain, when you lift your head, the clouds are still there. There is not any one sermon that will change your life that you don't need another one. The word of God must come continually. It must answer a question today. 
next week it must answer another question the following week it must answer another question somebody is asking themselves why have i done so much and done this and that and this and that is not working for me may the word of god come and answer your questions may the word of the living god come to you like the rain solve the problem of today i see a yoke breaking i see a fear departing i see a failure disappearing i see all your shaba sending the answer like rain it must be a continual process sending the rain sending the rain sending the rain because if you send all the rain in one day it become a flood and then it destroys but if you send the rain it makes the the seed to bud and bring forth fruit you will be fruitful in 2019. Oh, I'm not trying to make you happy. I'm trying to tell you that in this year, 2019, you shall be fruitful. Every prophecy, every promise, everything that God promised you in this year that we have entered, it shall be manifested, it shall be produced. I hear the Lord declare the word will work in your life, the word will bear fruit, the word will bring forth, it will burn, it will produce. You shall be fruitful, you shall be fruitful i see a fruitfulness i see a prosperity oh my god i feel it in the holy ghost i feel the holy ghost giving somebody a fruitfulness giving somebody Whatever we couldn't understand, the word of God will help us to understand it. Whatever adjustments need to be made, the word of God will show us the adjustment to make it. Glory be to God. Questions will be answered. Hallelujah. I remember Archbishop was preaching and he said, there are many people in this community. I was chatting with him and he said, Bobby, have you seen the traffic on your road? That place where you are, there are people in that area. Thick traffic is constant. He says, stop looking to where you came from. But in your own area here, see that it's filled with people one word can answer something for you. Are you still here today? I pray.
prophesying to somebody's life. In this year 2019, the answer you need will come to you in a conversation, on a signboard, in a book you read, in a sermon, in a conversation with a friend. You begin to get some answers. Are you still here today? Receive the answer now. answer your question even your child can say something they won't know what they said but it has answered something that was confusing you if God could use a donkey to help Balaam he can use any voice to help you in this year one of the keys of change don't take anything for granted. Especially church. Don't take church for granted. God has designed church to answer most of what you need in your life. Glory be to God. Are you here today? Don't take church for granted. There were times we used to take church for granted. We come one Sunday, say, I'm tired. My money is finished. No, budget your money for church throughout the whole month. The same way you budget to go to work throughout the month. Budget for the whole month, church. Workers don't decide that the moon has curved. Isn't it? Busumle Bukev. How do you say it in God? <laughs> so, I won't go to work because it's 26th, 27, 28. Any treatment, you treat what you consider important. Give the same treatment to church. I'm telling you. I'm telling you telling you. I've got some loaded counsels that will help you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because when we work on the mind part together with our natural spirituality of global revival and the soul is working properly, we are going to run faster than anybody else in this country. Are you here today? May you this year next week we go into it into detail but this year I prophesy whatever concerns your life will not be left in stray places. It's a prophetic word. You shall administer everything very well in the name of Jesus, may somebody not ask you, where is he, why are you walking? He says, my car keys with somebody and I can't find them. That is poor administration. Whatever concerns your life, you have to know where the major things are and put it in the right hand. Are you still here today? Say yes.
some of us have been sabotaged because we leave things, very important things, in other people's care. Certain questions, when they ask you, don't mention anybody else's name when they ask you. Any mention of somebody else's name means you are already wrong because that thing, you must be able to answer that question for yourself. And when we go into the scriptures, you see that I'm telling you the truth. There are some things you cannot leave it under anybody's control. It's too important for it to depend on anybody. You are going to get married tomorrow. Where's your wedding dress? I gave it to my auntie to keep it for me. When I went to collect it, I hear she has traveled. She left the key with the maid servant. The maid servant who has gone to Makola. There are things, they are too important to leave it keke. Your amen is too small. Glory be to God. You are going to do your wedding. Where are the drinks? Oh, I kept it in that man's house. The man has drunk all the Fanta already. He and his relatives have drunk it all. Some of you, your head is on a pillow on a bed and your leg is hanging outside the bed. Don't let the bed of your responsibility be shorter than the length of your leg. Don't be lying on a bed now with nine cents in you. Don't let your bed be too short for your, the length of your leg. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you here today? Don't leave some things like that. Glory be to God. You are a barber. They ask, where's your scissors? So I told somebody to bring it. He's taking a taxi to bring it. Yeah? The customer is there. Say, somebody's bringing my scissors. The customer too don't have time to waste. And Baba is there's every time you walk small, you meet another one. Prepare for competitiveness. Because you are selling in your shop. If you really want to pray in your shop, pray after work hours. Are you here today? Don't open your shop and you are praying that some people are afraid of tongues. They, they think you are chanting something. They will just start avoiding your shop because they hear some So if you want to pray there, come there around 12 midnight. Nobody is around. Break the yoke and go and sleep. But don't do it during the time when the customer is standing outside there. Mokololo. He said, hey. Whatever is important to what you are doing, 
have control over where it is. Hallelujah. Ah. Am I saying something? When you are going to write exam, where's your pen? Oh, come here, Madame Fofan, but in the pen, the man who say, uncheck it, uncheck it, uncheck it, it's a pen to try now. Some people don't want you to succeed. No matter how they laugh with you, they want you to fail. I'm not trying to make you fear human beings, but I'm trying to tell you that not everybody around you wants you to succeed. Don't give your wedding gown to any aunt. Keep it in your trunk. Speak in tongues over it yourself. Are you here today? Say yes! Thank you for listening to The Voice of Revival with Reverend Dr. Robert Ampiakufi. To interact with Reverend Robert Ampiakufi, like his page on Facebook and Instagram at Robert Ampiakufi. Email akwopartners at gmail.com and on his website, robertampiakufi.org or call plus 233-554-592-688. That is plus 233-554-592-688. God richly bless you. Thank you.